It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show where we continue to queen out on all things Best Supporting Actress. Occasionally we talk about awards, occasionally we play games, sometimes we just catch up on what we've been watching, we always wrap things up with a BSA of the week, and then what do we do? We leave. When do we want to leave? <laughs> I'm still Colin. <laughs> and I'm still Nick. Oh, and uh, and how are you doing on this fine day? I'm well. It's Friday. It actually, well, when this is released, it's obviously Friday. Today is Friday. But it, it's one of those weeks where it always feels a day ahead. I've been really messed up. And I feel that's just like, you know, small talk when you're like on the Zoom call a little bit too early. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, the, one of those things. But it's it's really messing with me this whole week. Um uh, and I'm going to Erie this weekend for the 4th of July, and I'm really excited just to leave. And obviously, we're not leaving until Friday tomorrow, or today, I guess. I'll, I'll be in the present tense um, after work. So at this point, we will be on our way to Erie uh, by the by the time you listen to this, hopefully. Well, maybe not. I might... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut all that out. I'm gonna cut all that out. No, I don't know you where have my to brain. Keep it. Oh, oh okay, I'll keep it. In. So you know what's funny. funny is I was, I was recording it, or it was, I was like saying it, and then I looked at the time, and because it was six oh eight that we're recording this, and I'm like, yeah, we're gonna be in Erie tomorrow, by like on the road by six oh eight. But obviously, when they're when you're listening to this. Oh my gosh! Oh my Save goodness. me, Colin. Save you're going, me. You're going to Erie. You're going to Erie. <laughs> Someone could be listening to this oh. three months from now. Maybe we're going to be on the road. I don't know. We might be on the road right now. We might stop yeah. at Wendy's. I don't know. And I'm not sure. I might get a chicken sandwich. What do you guys think? Let me know. Yes. Pod at gmail.com. Um, so uh, oh, how far away is Erie from you? Erie is like a, a cool like two-hour drive. And I don't mind car okay. rides, so it's it's really nice. We usually stop. Um, at a place called Grove City, which is about an hour-ish mm-hmm. up, and there's a Sheets or a McDonald's, you know, stop through, get some mm-hmm. some fries or gas or whatever, just to stretch the legs. Um, and yeah. yeah. And then Erie, is that, like, for someone who hasn't been there, how would you describe what Erie is, other than uh, spooky? Spooky. Uh, Erie is magical. I feel like a lot of like people that live in Erie love Erie, and I think that um, it's 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 fun for me and Keon because like when we go there, um, we don't really have an agenda. It's truly just like whatever you want to do, you can do. And we go with Jamie and her sister Jana, who's moving back to Pittsburgh, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we stay at her parents' house, or her mom's house, rather. Her uh, her name is Meryl. And we just, like, play games and drink and uh, sleep in and go to yard sales and just act like a bunch of goofballs the whole week. And it's it's great. Oh, well, that sounds lovely. And is it kind of like a, you know, small town in nature kind of setting? 
Yeah, I didn't really answer the question, right? <laughs> I just said like right. what I we mean, do in Erie. But no, yeah. it's uh it's there there is um I mean there's Waldemere, which is a uh an amusement park. It's like a small sort of like yeah, I guess you would say like a small town mu- amusement park. They have a water park, but we've never done that. But it's one of those parks where you don't have to pay admission. You just like walk in. And if you want to ride something or do something, you get like a little card and then you scan that whenever you want to ride something. It's like kind of like a pay-as-you-go, which I feel is very few and far between uh, these days. But it's it's lovely. There's a beach. Um, it's on Presque Isle, so that's like a really fun um, sort of nature if you want to take like a walk or a bike ride or just kind of like plop down on the beach for a couple hours. Um, there's lots to do. It's just lovely. Mm. Well, you know, I did recently discover that that Pittsburgh public access channel on YouTube yes. of old documentaries. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm going to give a goosey gander to that channel and see if I can find a, a little mid nineties documentary about life in Erie. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. It's just a good um, time. I love it. But what well, are your plans pretty... for the weekend? For the you fourth? Know, I think we're supposed to get rained out here in New York. Not that I had any plans mm. of like, going to see the fireworks i mean it'd be great to be in a situation where you could just like be on the roof of a building that you already live in or a friend lives in that you can very easily get to yes that's Um, my kind of yeah yeah like that i can get into but you know fireworks i don't know i I was gonna say fireworks love it or hate it fireworks you you know i i think you know i think fireworks are kind of like those hostess fruit pies i think it's like when you're a kid you're like oh yeah this is the best um i, I love when i love when this shows up in my lunch you know um yes, I love when there's yes. fireworks in my lunch you know and then when you get older <laughs> then you're like you know I, I think this was i think i think my memories taste better you know and that's kind of how yes. i feel about fireworks i feel like my memories of them are much more ma- you know majestic than whatever experience i'm gonna have now so um you know yeah, and i give it a b plus <laughs> yeah, so I'm giving it a B plus. Yeah, so you know I'm I'm gonna give it you know three stars out of five. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll probably if anything, I'll probably just you know dick around at home. You know, mm-hmm. uh, hang out with the cat. You know, sometimes you know NBC will kind of do like the live broadcast of the the fireworks, and I can play that on the TV. You know. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, so that's probably the plan. I don't know. I um now that I am. A lady of semi, you know, uh, or at least uh, a period of retirement, you know, it's kind of like I've been we were talking before we started recording. I've been so social this week and like have been busy in a way that I like did not foresee happening uh, during this break. And so I'm kind of like, what am I doing this weekend? Ugh, nothing. I need a break, you know. So, (laughs) yes. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't. it, it, I, I, I don't crave to go to like a barbecue or anything if only to get a hot dog and and see what the the bars situation is but i don't i otherwise i don't need to celebrate the fourth of july you know yeah i i try to think of like what we would do if we weren't in erie like my parents usually have something but now they've sort of uh moved on to like um friend of a friend her name is diane the movie diane oh um, diane <laughs> she has a pool party every summer diane and uh, she has a great pool, actually. Uh, but that's what my parents do. I'm just glad they're, like, doing something. Because I feel like we usually go to Erie now every year. And I feel guilty that I'm not here because, 
they would probably throw a picnic if I was around. Not just for me, obviously, mm-hmm. like with my brother too. But uh, yeah, it's kind of changed throughout the years. But uh, yeah, that happens. That. I feel like yeah. that's yeah, that happens with the holidays too, where it's like yes, you know, it's not a guarantee that everybody's going to come home for Christmas or whatever. Yeah, um, that's kind of you know. Uh, I saw my brother recently, and uh, we were kind of starting to navigate that conversation because I feel like every year it's like you kind of have to you have to put down you know put down your your you know stake your claim of like okay that's it I'm not traveling this year or we're not doing this this year or we're doing what we want to do this year and I feel like um, the unspoken thing and I don't know if this is the same with your brother is like. Mm-hmm. Well, if my brother and sister-in-law go off and do their own thing, part of me feels like, well, I can't go off and do my own thing. I have to go see my parents. Like, yeah. one of us has to, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. Whether or not that's true, it just, like, feels true, you know? Yeah. It, it's not even, like, yeah, I guess it's, like, obligation or guilt or whatever you want to call it, too. Like, I'm glad to do it. I mean, but Keon and I, I mean, I he will say this, too, and I was surprised he did, but this, our, our quarantine Christmas was one of our favorite Christmases together, like, of all time. Oh, it was oh, that's so great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We just like took it at our own pace. We watched Jingle All the Way, that Arnold mm. Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger movie from the nineties. It was a white Christmas for like the first time in like forever. Oh which yeah. was great. Oh Remember right. That? Ugh, yeah. It was so magical and um I loved it. So we'll right. see what happens this year. But uh that's you know, that's uh six months away. Yeah, we got maybe five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's we'll let we'll let the Fourth of July happen. We'll let that kick off the holiday season. You know. Yes. Um, But what are we kicking off this episode with, Colin? Well, I I got a few tree things that I wanted to just bring up that I'd seen and you know uh, had some thoughts on, but didn't have a whole episode's worth of thoughts on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just had a a few things in the BSA of the week. This is a, a a light agenda here at the Best Supporting Podcast. This yes. week, yeah. Um, uh, does, how about you? What do you? Uh, anything in particular? You know, you got a you got a list over there. I know you love. A I list. got a little list. Yeah, a list I got, over like, there. Some bits and bobbles. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off here. I because it's it's only a one episode sort of conversation, but I watched the pilot of Kevin can fuck himself. Oh, wonderful! Annie Murphy vehicle on AMC. AMC, yes, it's AMC. Um, we were able to use Keon's brother's YouTube TV account. God bless him. Oh, um, that's great. And it's great. It really is. I, I think that, like, this is a total different side of Annie Murphy, obviously, and exactly what she should be doing. I was. It's a great pilot. Um, it's this sort of, you know, if for, for anyone who doesn't know or didn't watch the trailer, it kind of toggles back between a sort of, like, king of queens sort of scenario where she's just like the hot wife but like everyone around her is terrible and it like really has that tbs sort of or cbs even vibe and then it goes back to like what her real life is actually you know it's it, it kind of plays in and kind of melts into her real life a little bit too so what she's like sick of and hates her husband and hates her life and kind of takes a dark turn like towards the end of the pilot and i I think it was pretty great. I know you probably haven't watched yet. And I I didn't, with all that being said, we didn't like press play on the next one because it was like late or we wanted to watch something else. But um, I'd say it's a a recommend for me. I think she's great. And uh, the cast is also uh, 
really equally great. I uh, yeah, I have not watched it yet. I had I had read, I don't know, not necessarily mixed reviews. I think I'd read read one review that wasn't wildly positive, and another that was more positive. And it was you know you, you try to just kind of take what resonates and throw away what doesn't. But yes. um, but I definitely wanted this show to be successful, and it, it seems like overall the the response has been positive. So I'm glad to hear it's good. I um yeah, I'll check it out. I uh, I. I it's one of those shows where, like, I don't know why I'm waiting because, like, sure. I definitely yeah, want to watch it. It's one of those. I don't know. It's we need to come up with a term for one of those. Yeah, like, what is like that? Like a JPP, a just press play, sort of. Yeah, right. Like, like uh, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. What is that? What and what's that? What is that phenomenon of like? Oh yeah, I, sh- I really want to watch that. Well, why aren't you watching it then? You know. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is lay there and watch it. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and you're going to lay there anyway. It's so yes, crazy. I know. Um, put the phone down. That's what I put say. Put the phone yeah. down. I know. I should like really experiment with like put leave the phone upstairs, like not even on the same floor, you know. Um, you know, really the only benefit of living somewhere with two floors is that you can do this little social experiment of leaving your phone upstairs, but just <laughs> you know, uh it, it's I just feel like I need to just like break free of that feeling of like, oh, okay, now I'm going to look at my phone for a little bit. And like, that's going to be a version of watching something. Whereas if I had to take a quick quiz afterwards, I couldn't tell you any about anything about what I just saw, you know? Yeah. It's, and then the time just flies by. It's so gross. It's just like, I feel like when I used to forget my phone at the house or something, and I'm going somewhere, like, I'm like, oh, it's fine. I can last a few hours. But now I'm just like, oh, man. You know, especially know. if you need it. Like, if you're going somewhere. I I, I don't know. Um, I feel like it's it's getting worse. But everyone's in the same boat. Right. We're all, this, we're all navigating this. And I think, you know, and that's a whole everyone coming out of lockdown. And, you know, we were so used to even more so holding on to our phones the last year and a half. So it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard. It's super it's hard. hard. It's definitely, like, extra hard right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what about you? What do you got? Well, a movie that I, I don't think I picked up my phone very much while watching this, but it's this movie on Netflix called Good on Paper. Have you heard of this? Okay. No, I'm going to look it up as you um, talk it about it. It just came out. It was written by uh, Eliza Schlesing- Schlesinger. I knew oh, it was yeah. Yeah, she played the sister, Schlesinger. She, uh, Eliza S., she played the sister <laughs> on uh, in uh, Pieces of a Woman. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love that Got role. Got it. Yeah. Um. And so this was, yeah, she bet that she meets, the, and it's like based on a true story. It's based on something that happened to her. But, uh, you know, she plays a stand up comic who meets this guy who is, you know, seems like, you know, nice, smart, successful, you know, somewhat good looking, but not totally her type. And then, like, the longer, you know, as they, you know, get to know each other and get into a relationship, it's like, then she starts to kind of see the cracks of who he really is. And it's just really like, mm-hmm. you know, anyone who's ever dated a narcissist or knows any narcissist or sociopaths, this will definitely resonate. Uh, sure. It was, you know, it was a quick 90 minutes. It's mostly women. There's some great scenes. Um, Margaret Cho plays her best I friend. That. Yes. I can't decide if Margaret Cho is good in this or terrible, but. Um, or terribly good. 
<laughs> right. And I'm just kind of like, uh, whatever. But there is uh, this other character, Serena, played by Rebecca Rittenhouse, who you end up falling in love with by the end of the movie, but you wouldn't expect it at first. So it's, uh, it was good. It was a fun little watch and it was interesting. And I feel like, uh, it says a lot about dating and about, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, being a woman, you know, sure, one of those movies yeah. about being a woman. We love uh, movies about women. Exactly. So good on paper is, uh, more than just good on paper. Nice. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. What about you? What do you got? I actually have, um, I think I talked about it a while back. I think she was one of my BSAs of the week. But my friend Laura Hankin wrote a book called A Special Place for Women. And I think I talked about it about like, honestly, probably about three months ago at this point. Uh-huh. Uh, it came out. And I just finished it, finally. It's like, I always go like ham on her books and then I put it down for like six weeks and then I pick it, uh, pick it back up again. Um, and it wasn't because it wasn't good. I was just like, I, I have to kind of get back in the groove of reading. I, I, how often do you read? Are you a reader, Colin? I wish I was. I'm, it's a, that's a, I got to work. I got to figure that out this month. Uh, put a pin yeah. in that, Mickey. I'll, that's a good, that's a great question with a <laughs> I long know, answer. It's like, yeah. Writers have to read. Readers have to write one yeah. of those things. Yeah. And I'm just playing on my phone, you know? <laughs> I so, know. but uh it was great and it, it got me uh, uh excited about like the possibility of it turning into a tv show which it is being like sort of mm. like it was greenlit and like i hope fingers crossed i know how things can sometimes you know fall through but i really hope it happens because it, it seems like a really current like relevant topic and it's like fresh and female driven and I I can really picture it doing well. So I'm hoping that, and she's already finished the draft for her fourth book. Isn't that crazy? Laura Hankin, everyone. I don't know how she does it. Uh, I feel like once you get your first one out, it kind of is like, I mean, I'm sure it's hard as hell every time you do it. (laughs) I'm not saying that being a writer is just so easy. The words just pour out, but, um, it was cool. Um, I was super excited for her, and I, I'm glad I finally finished it. So a special place for women, if anyone needs a good, like, summer read. Yeah. Is there, yeah. uh, is there like, an Audible version? Do you know if that, that There exists? is, yeah. She actually reads it, too. Keon bought the Audible book. He had a credit. And, oh, cool. Um, and she's great because she's, uh, you know, she's an actress and uh, has a way with, like, a really, like, a great facility for like voices and stuff like that. So, and, and, and just like a great speaking voice in general. So yeah, available for audiobook as well. Well, how do you like that? All right. I got some credits sitting around. Maybe I'll, um, yeah, it's, you know, I struggle with audiobooks. Not, I, I just, in turn, I like, it's like, I can listen to podcasts all day, but I feel like with audiobooks, I'm like, Oh my God, I wasn't listening the last 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and I feel like that happens to me so often, and I just can't like. Whereas I can just sit and read, and you know, uh, the old-fashioned way. But if I was to just like sit and listen, I might start to feel kind of like fidgety, you know. Yeah, same. Especially if it's fiction, I do better with like an autobiography, or like you know, yeah. a biography, or like some sort of self-help. So I couldn't say that's actually the name of uh, Miranda Singh's book. She like mixed the words, so it's uh, self-help. 
she puts oh, like great. the F at the end of it. Uh, but anyway, um, speaking of audiobooks too, and like autobiography adjacent stuff, Casey Wilson just came out with a book. We love her from Happy Endings and like uh-huh. everything else she's ever been in. And the only reason I know about this is because Drew Barrymore, God bless her, um, posted a video yesterday on Instagram of her just like she finished the book and she like held it on her chest and she cried because Drew Barrymore cries all the time and I just love it I and love it, I think I think it's just a series of essays that Casey Wilson wrote and she's like you will laugh you will cry it is like a high recommend um, so I kind of want to read that or listen to that I can't remember what yeah. it's called I'll look it up as I'm as I'm talking here but I I feel like she's gonna be popping up on a couple things I, I i can't name them off the top of my head right now but um uh like just like casts of things um well, that i was excited Wil- casey wilson is in that movie shoot the rooster that's right we talked about that yeah. and there was one other thing that i saw that i was like oh man she is just in all the right things um the book by the way is called the wreckage of my presence essays Oh, all right. Well, yeah. um, well, all right. Uh, I'm just looking to see if I could see what it was that she's going to be in. There's gonna be, she's going to be in something called, or she is already in something called Black Monday, and then The Shrink Next Door. And yeah, The for- Shrink Next Door. That's what it was. Oh, okay. What's that? I just watched the trailer for it. It's like a true story. Um, Will Ferrell plays like a patient and Paul Rudd is his therapist and Catherine Hahn is like in this, um, it takes place in the eighties. She, Catherine Hahn has this like amazing eighties wig and I don't, it seems like something goes awry. Like the therapist sort of like, okay. Uh, makes Will Ferrell do something that's like, uh, you know, that might be suspect. Uh, because the relationship is um, like he trusts him too much or something. I don't know, but it's like a dark, it seems like a black comedy kind of thing, but uh, Casey Wilson's in it too. Yeah. So oh, It's based, yeah. inspired by true events documented in a, a podcast called The Shrink Next Door. So I guess Ooh, if anybody okay. wants to, you know, get the poop on this beforehand, just go listen to The Shrink yeah. Next Door. Yeah, there uh, we go. Great. Well, another uh, movie that I watched recently on Hulu was this movie False Positive <gasps> with yeah. Alana Glazer. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, uh, the IMB, IMBD, uh, uh, the, the self-help. It's the episode of dyslexia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, seriously. The IMD, the IMDB of it is, uh, as if getting pregnant weren't complicated enough, Lucy sets out to uncover the unsettling truth about her fertility doctor. Uh, mm. And it's so, you know, obviously it's got a Rosemary's Baby kind of quality. Yes, um, yes. I liked it. I I have to say that if we use the looking at your phone as a barometer of things, I probably did look at my phone a few times. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The ending is a bonkers town. I'll give them that. I, I definitely will remember that. But it's, um, I, I probably wanted a little bit more. Um. You know, there's another movie that is another kind of like, you know, pregnancy paranoia movie called Lyle. And I think it's on, I know know it was on Amazon Prime for a while. Hmm. But uh, if anybody is into this genre of like, you know, uh, pregnant and 
paranoid and potentially in danger or that kind of fun genre. Lyle is, uh, I remember that having some good moments. So, uh, nice. so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of mentioning false positive as probably more of a recommendation for Lyle, but false positive was an easy watch. It have, it has give it all to Justin. It's got Justin throw in it. Uh, so our Justin, it's got our Justin in it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, so that's, you know, I, I'm not saying it's a high recommend. Definitely. A quintessential B plus. Great, with a few like uh, looking at your phone moments. Totally, sure. definitely. I I I wish I was more engaged, but you know, it is what it is. So that's my review. Yeah. Um, the last thing I have before I get into BS at the <laughs> BSA of the week territory. My goodness, um, is just. Drag Race All-Star 6. I'm I love the All-Star seasons. I have not watched any season after I think season 10 was the last season I watched. Wow. Maybe no, I remember watching some of season 11. I take that back. But um I think I might might have watched all of it, but a lot has happened since then. In fact, I even saw today there's Drag Race Italia coming. Bananas. Bananas. Uh, it's it is truly uh, a monster, but good for Rue, good for the franchise, great for everyone. Not so great for podcasters who have to cover it and decide <laughs> how to do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, good. But All Star Six is just um, it's great. It's such a great cast. Um, I'm loving Scarlet Envy. Um, I'm happy that Ginger's there. Um, you know, Jan's giving it her all and still getting ignored, and it's it's truly crazy. But I get why they're doing it. But I just I just feel so bad for her because they're just trying to uh, tear her apart. But um, but there's that. I hope she I, she needs a win. I'm rooting for Jan. Uh, just one win. Yeah, she, she needs just to needs win the whole one. thing. Just one. win. But you win. know what? I'll say this. I think that they're dropping those little Easter eggs of Raja O'Hara singing in her uh, confessionals because she's going to win the singing challenge and Jan is going to be destroyed. That's not what I want to happen. But there is, at the beginning of the third episode, um, a a little, uh, there's a, and I think she sang a little ditty in like another episode too, maybe the first or second. She has these little like riffs Mm -hmm. and I was like, whoa, Raja can really sing. That's awesome because it really is like Raja's, you know, All Stars Six Drag Race. Like she is the queen that everyone seems to be talking about, and she's doing really well. Um, so, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I, uh, I certainly, you know, uh, have weekly thoughts on it. My overall thoughts, yes. you know, here on the Best Supporting After Show, I'm having a good time with it so far. You know, I, uh, yeah, I think Raja. I mean, having watched her on season eleven. And, you know, she had a rough go of it. Like, I, I'm always happy to see somebody who got a bad reputation from the show yeah. kind of redeem themselves. And so I'll always celebrate that. You know, it's, uh, I think, you know, it's funny. Like, I try to remind myself that, like, I, whenever I get nitpicky about it, it's like, yeah, but, like, overall, how fun is this? You know, it's like yeah, a bunch of drag yes. queens doing challenges and putting on looks and lip syncing to stay in a competition. It's like, even if you don't agree with the decisions or you don't like the looks or you think this queen's a bitch, like, you know, how fun is this? You know, to try to be a little on yes. garden about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm having a good time. Um, and that's kind of my, the end of my little list before we get into BSA of the week. But what, do you have anything else? 
The only other thing I would say is, you know, I also watched, and I had not seen this movie in a long time, but a friend had mentioned it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that. Uh, I rewatched recently the movie The River Wild. Do you remember that movie with Meryl? I was just going to say, is that a Meryl movie? It's a Meryl movie. It's a Meryl and Kevin Bacon and David Strathairn, who we love. Oh, um, I'm sure he looks delicious because oh, he does. Like he looks the great. height of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he looks such great. dad energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. John C. Riley's in it. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's. I had always kind of written it off as like, oh, you know, it's Meryl in a in a, a know, adventure movie yeah. in a ra- Meryl in a raft. <laughs> it's so good, and she. Oh yeah. Like, Oh my god, it's so good, and she is so good, and I think that's kind of—I I almost enjoyed it even more because I didn't expect her to be so nuanced. But she sure. is, she is giving it her, you know, her Meryl all. So I—it's um, on HBO. I recommend it. I—it was a really enjoyable movie, really easy to get into. Uh, great score, great cinematography. Meryl does pretty much all her own stunts, so that's kind of a fun context. Oh, that's cool. Um, there's a dog in it who never gets hurt or dies or good, anything like good. that so he's okay. a very brave dog um yeah it's uh i i feel like it's a movie i could you know maybe i i, I definitely think you and keon would both like if you're looking for something to watch I, I could see you both enjoying this movie that's actually kind of perfect because like i would be into the meryl and david of it all and he would love the action that's what and, i was that was the sense uh, yeah. i got it was like oh i feel like my sense is is it's a win win. He's not as much of an actress sexual as you are, but maybe you yes. know there's other elements he'd be interested in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, nice. Yeah. Um. So that of course leads us to our final segment of the week. As per usual, it is our BSA of the week, uh, in which we queen out on an actor, a performance, a food, or a song, or a thing, or anything in our lives that is acting as the best supporting actress in our lives. What is your BSA of the week? I just have one quick runner-up, and it's closely tied to RuPaul's Drag Race, and it's a little bitty bitty podcast called All Right, Mary. I, I know have not listened. I have not listened in so long because of just me not keeping up with anything, uh, and mm. it's not out of protest, really. Like one of these days, when I have some time on my hands, I'm just gonna like binge season twelve and thirteen, and and, and I haven't watched any of UK or like nothing. It's it's truly. Oh staggering um and it's i'm ashamed but at the same time i'm obviously like i said before watching all star six and it just feels so good to be back and hearing you uh, guys talk about it and the janet jackson debacle that happened on that episode made me (sighs) i was i was cackling with delight and uh there was there was a a back and forth with Keon and I um, that we were we were really having a good time. I kept like bugging him because he obviously was working. I was like, "You have to listen to this. They're talking oh, about we... Janet." <laughs> <laughs> but know, it's great. I... It's yeah. yeah. Th- no, I was gonna say, and I stand by what I said. I just yes, don't like that. You song. did correct yourself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you like all for you. Oh, and the other we... one. Is, yeah. is your, yeah. Uh, but Keon also gasped when you said you didn't like the other one. But, uh, and Johnny just reacting to that was also really great, too. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, so it's good to be back. It's good to be back listening to All Right Mary every week and getting back in that routine. Feels good. Oh, well, welcome back. Good. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's good to have you out there listening. Um, yes. And yes, if I, I would say that if you, if you were to be like, okay, I want to binge a season of Drag Race 
what's a recent one that I've missed that I, like where should I start? I would tell you without a single hesitation, Drag Race UK season two. Nice. Trust this is a this is a hacks bypass. If you're gonna do a drag <laughs> okay. race, this is a ha- it yeah. is so good. It is such a good it's up there with All Stars Two is one of my favorite seasons. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Really, Sold. really good. Great cast. Great challenges. Yeah, I, I, there's, oh, I know you'll is have a like, good time with him. Is that like Bimini Bon Boulash and like yes. Lemon and like all the gang? Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I Lemon, mean, I know the names, but I, yeah. Lemon's on Canada's Drag Race, but Bimini is, oh. is. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, you're not, no, you're, you're half right. Ginny Lemon, yes. Ginny Lemon, got it. Sorry, but there's also lemons. a, yeah, too many lemons. <laughs> good God, Lemon, yeah. Good um. God. <laughs> it's <laughs> good um, okay season two yeah season two that i i think uh that would be such a fun binge it's it's a really okay. great season um nice. so well i just have one bsa of the week and so maybe i'll i'll oh you know what there were two little things oh my gosh i realized there were a couple things i'm i'm gonna call these nominees just to make okay. sure that they can fit in um yeah. one is kind of related to to Drag Race All Stars Six. We're talking about it. Is uh, I did have to get Paramount Plus. I did have to get. I had to get on the Paramount oh, Plus bandwagon. Nice. Okay. Order, and so I am exploring the opportunities on Paramount Plus. I did find some episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, yeah. For some reason, they do not have the tale of the super specs. I don't know if you're how familiar you are with. That sounds familiar. It's all a blur, but yeah. Oh, well, it's it's a travesty, is what it is. But oh. uh, they they have a lot of seasons of the Real World, but they do not have the ones I want. They don't oh, have they the don't original have Hawaii. Yeah, Miami, uh, Boston, Seattle. Get out of here! Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's tough. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm kind of starting to dig in, you know, of like, all right, Paramount Plus, you know, let me get my money's worth. But yeah. um, that's more, you know, that's more of just an update in terms of where I'm pissing my money away with these days. Uh, I also <laughs> yeah. want to just mention something that I will eventually see and then, of course, talk about on this podcast. Um, there is, I just read about it recently, and it is playing through into August. There is a production of Henrik Ibsen's An Enemy of the People as a one-person show starring Anne Dowd playing in New York. What? It's happening, like, right now. Whoa. And so I think it's at the public, I think. Um, so, uh, or no, it's wow. at the, the Park Avenue Armory or something. In any event... So I am going to be going to see Ann Dowd in a one-woman production of An Enemy Colin. of the People. Colin, I know, I this know. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, stake I out know. the the stage door. Ann, 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 Ann. Hi, yes. Anne. I know, I know. This is my moment. So oh I, my goodness. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make her be our best How friend. How exciting! Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that as as that is going to be happening, and I'm very excited. And if there's anyone listening in New York who's going to that or who has seen that, let's talk. Um, yeah, and that leads me to uh, I, I've been blathering on, but my BSA of the week, my actual BSA of the week, is 
designer food. I recently subscribed to Daily Harvest. Okay, I've uh, heard of Daily Harvest, yeah. Because I was like, let me try to clean up my act a little bit. And so sure. I just got my first box of different, you know, some smoothies, Ooh. a couple of flatbreads. There's a, uh, a plant-based ice cream. There's, you know, so it, I'm excited. I'm, I, I'm very excited. Um, the only uh, part of it I've tried so far is, of course, the ice cream. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I finally fell for the Facebook ads for Overnight Oats. And I ordered some goddamn overnight oats. So we're going to find out what that's about. Uh, I hope they don't. Have you, have you seen ads for overnight oats? I was going to say, I have questions about both of the things you just said, too. But I'll start with the overnight oats. Because I, sure. I know it, it's something you can just make and put I, in your fridge for overnight. But how do you order overnight oats? Tell me about this. You just, you just click on a Facebook ad and then you're on their website. And they're like, oh, well, what flavors do you want? And I was like, yeah. you know, give me the party pack, girl. And so I, and basically what you do is you like put them in this shaking, this shaker with water overnight, or I guess probably like milk, maybe like a plant-based milk sure, overnight. Yeah. And then you don't, you drink them. It's drinkable. Oh. So I don't, I, I don't know what to expect. The reviews were positive. I'm trying to like eat healthier and not just be like, well, I don't know what to eat. I think I should just get Burger King, you know? Yeah. And so um, I'm hoping these two will help me. But anyway, that's what I know about overnight oats. They haven't arrived yet. Okay. I mean, I think it'll be great. I, it sounds delicious. Did you get like a multi-pack? Did you get like cinnamon bun or did you get like blueberry pie or chocolate? Like what, what are the flavors? Yeah, there's definitely, there's a nice variety. I feel like there was one that was more like of a peanut buttery kind of one. Sure. There was Ooh, one, yes. there was an apple cinnamon sort of one. I feel like there was, um, you know, when they arrive, I'll do, I'll do, you know, I, I feel like everyone is just like, riveted so i'm gonna do an update on my overnight oats and i'll keep you all posted every week best supporting overnight oats feeling uh, my overnight oats yeah. i'm feeling my overnight oats thank you <laughs> maybe that's the title of the episode i was gonna yeah. say that's the title of episode <laughs> feeling my overnight oats thank you <laughs> uh and i and as i eat them i'll keep you guys we'll, we'll have a, a a section of the episode every week dedicated to um you know updates on the oats yeah i love that i uh i've done uh, overnight oats a couple times and i've always like uh enjoyed it i've always like woken up the next day and i was and, and got excited it got me out of bed uh and i've usually did some sort of like we have like a little chocolate protein powder and like maybe some peanut butter and like maybe just a <laughs> sprinkle of chocolate chips in there i mean you very treat it like healthy, pink you know? berry you're like yeah pink berry it's with nice i remember it up yeah yes uh so yeah nice yeah okay okay um so so top that what's your what's your view of the week <laughs> so i have been in the market i've always wanted one and it's sort of just like one of those things where you feel like if you buy something it's going to propel you into the next like creative chapter of your life yep. you know and one of those um I'm one of those people. Um, but anyway, Amen. I've always I've always wanted to buy a typewriter. Um, I, I wanted to buy one that like, but I wanted it to be cool. I wanted it to be vintage, but I also wanted it to work uh, because right. I didn't have the patience or really feel like I, I didn't want to put a lot of money into it. So I actually found one on Facebook Market for 50 bucks. It's like an SCM Smith Corona typewriter for anyone out there who like speaks typewriter you know i i don't necessarily know if it's a good brand or a bad brand but it was i bought it from this this gal 
uh, who I think was around my age, maybe a little bit older. And she it was her mom's typewriter. And she said she used it when she was a kid. And it works like a charm. I had to buy a new ribbon, which was like 16 bucks. So all in all, you know, mm. not too much money. And it's so fun. I love it. I love learning. There's no exclamation point on it, Colin. Isn't that crazy? They it's didn't nuts. think it was important enough back in the day. They're, like, every typewriter is kind of different of what they prioritize, like, what keys... Because there's not a number one key. You have to use the lowercase L, too. It's just, uh, it's just oh. like, something fun and cool, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. And it's like, uh, you know, doing a little... Uh, bits and bobbles of writing here and there. I don't really know what I'm doing, but it's like fun. And uh, it's like a cool, uh, what color? I would say like a robin's egg blue sort of color, like almost minty robin's egg blue. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. cool. So it's exactly what I was looking for. And um, we'll see what happens. Well, come on, Jessica Fletcher. I know, yeah, I got my big glasses. Yeah. Oh, boy. This is... uh... That's great. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I guess writing the, question, the next great American novel. Really, that's yeah. the question. Is well, now what are you gonna what are you gonna write on it? I don't even know. I wrote a love letter to Keon. I said uh, it was just oh. short and sweet, and he he really liked it. So um, maybe I'll keep doing that and just leave them around the house. You know? Yeah, you're my number L guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no exclamation point. <laughs> I, I did. Period. Yeah. <laughs> period. <laughs> Uh, that's good uh, that's great um and that's well that. that's lovely what a what a what a what a lovely note to to end things on yeah um anyway if i don't know if you all are new to the best supporting after show but just to catch you up real quick unlike the main episodes we don't get played off on these episodes we leave when we want to leave and uh do you want to leave? Are you are you done? Do you want to leave? I'm ready. If I had my typewriter here, I would like make it ding. You know what I mean? I was like gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Insert typewriter sound. Exclamation yeah. points. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't think of a, a, a clear exclamation than than ding exclamation points. So yes. Um. So we're gonna go, and we'll be back next week. We don't know what we're gonna talk about. No, we do know what we're gonna be talking about. At least in the main episode. Yeah. We're gonna be continuing our conversation about getting on. Getting on. Getting on. I, I'm gonna. I'll practice. I'll practice off the mic. I want to. <laughs> I want to show up. You know. I want to show up. Yes. Correct. Want to really get um, those T's. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna practice in the mirror. But um, till then, I'll see you next week. All right. See ya. Bye.